Shochnarach Simon Beis Din Levishas Begadim the Halachis of getting dressed. So we're going to continue what we've discussed in the previous shir and the previous few shirim of Shavisi Hashem and Summer. That when a person wakes up in the morning, that's the time to remember that there's Akavish Bachu, Yesh Bal Habira. There's a purpose in life, and part of Shavisi Hashem and Summer is that how we act has to show that we acknowledge Hashem's presence in our lives. With that being said, there's an inherent consideration of Hilchas Sneas. Sneas, of course, in front of others, a person should act a certain way. But even in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if you live your life that Hashem is always here, then you shouldn't treat him worse like uh, worse than anyone, than any, than any other person, than your next door neighbor. With that being said, we're going to see many halachas, whether it comes to Hanhagas in the bathroom, Hanhagas of dress, getting dressed, and all this is based on the Yusoyed of being Tzniyas. A person should be Tzniyas and not, and not show the disrespect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere. And therefore we have to treat, we have to live our lives as such. We did mention at the end of last year, that Rav Moshe Feinstein explained that the Yisoyed is typically, we are trying to act the same way we would act in front of other people. And therefore, there are certain, perhaps, chumras and certain kulas involved. And we'll see the Mishabur does touch upon some of the same Yisodas as Rav Moshe. And that we will see and explain as we go. So the Shulchan Aruch here says, In Sefalaf, you should first not get dressed while seated, sitting up. While you're still laying down, that's the way you should get dressed. Now, it comes out when you get out of bed, you are entirely covered. If you have to, if you get dressed while seated, you're automatically going to reveal yourself. Even if it's at night or you're in, you're in your own room, and there's no difference between you know light and darkness, day and night in front of a kadosh baruch So Hashem is here. Act like it. Because of this, one should never reveal their skin if there's no hechrich. Obviously, for medical purposes or the like, you would be able to. One should not reveal anything. This is the important line. Anything that typically you would cover when you are meeting people, when you're... When your neighbor comes to borrow sugar, you would be embarrassed to walk or to be seen a certain way. So the, the same way you should be, you would be fearful of your neighbor or be embarrassed. So too, in your own home, that's the way you should dress. You're allowed to reveal your arm until your sleeve, until your elbow and your neck, until your chest. Even your socks. You should get dressed, you know, uh, underneath your blanket. In the countries where they don't walk around barefoot, so a person would, uh, would, would put on their socks underneath their blanket. Where people walk around a room, and the important line here is There's no other way to do it. That would not be considered 
pretense because that's the that's the way people dress and that's the way you bathe. If you're bathing in the river, the same halach would apply. There's a fascinating shaila regarding going to a beach. Forget about ignoring the uh, obvious pretense issues, but let's say it's a men's only beach, it's a private beach, it's a whatever. Can a man walk around in a bathing suit? On one hand, it's it's a base hamerchas, so to say, where everyone knows that that's the that's the norm of how to walk around there. On the other hand, what's the hachrech to get a santan? So, isn't that a lack of tzniyus? In pashtus, it will be usher. Again, everyone on their own level as we grow in avodas Hashem. But pashtus will be usher for a man to walk around without a shirt, even if he's at a beach. If someone has a different uh, psak, I would love to hear. But according to the mishabur, or even according to Rav Moshe. Unless it's so hot that a person cannot put on a shirt, but typically when people are sitting by a beach, they're just showing off their body or getting a suntan. It'll be very difficult to say why it's not a lack of sinus to for a man to walk around without a shirt. Even a person's ever even ever mamish, you don't have to cover when you're bathing. If someone, let's see, in a mikvah. If a man is covering his his makam erva, it looks like he's embarrassed. Maybe he's hiding; he doesn't have a bris or something. So the Gemara tells us one should not do that. But when you're coming back, so that you're facing your one, that it's more then it's more appropriate to cover oneself. Obviously, you don't want to make things worse by actually touching oneself. So we'll see that in Simen Gimel as we continue the halachas of Tzniyas. What's the definition of a chaluk, of a shirt, of a tamachacham? Kol she'in besari niris mitachtov. That his basar, his flesh, is not seen underneath it. Pashtas, uh, this would include tight shirts, tight pants, maybe. Ve'inna in his arm, as I'm from Shehochan, I'll call it about the shakayim, ve'inna basar niris. So I'm joking with the basar niris mitachtov, but the point is that uh, clothing of a tamachacham would cover himself. If you're wearing a frock, you definitely, uh, you know, yoyed to this because... You know, you're wearing socks and shoes and, and a shirt and pants, and you're good to go. So the Shulchan Aruch said, "Mishayakum, kishayakum." When you get up, you're not dressed. So it's So when a person gets dressed, then uh, he gets dressed underneath his blanket. So when he when he gets up, he's already fully dressed. Regarding uh, regarding that, that's the end of the halachas of Mariv and going to sleep at night. Next, there are certain things that are that there's a concern of of uh, a person will forget his learning. One of them is someone who sleeps on his clothing. So, if you're camping, people sometimes you want to use a sweatshirt as a pillow. You have to, or on an airplane, you have to consider: is it an issue of chashin chashin or not? Perhaps if you mafsik. You put a pillowcase or something between your head and your clothing, there would not be a kapeda. Some person say, like on an airplane or the like, perhaps there'd be no issue as well. Put two shirts on together. Ravelski's itself passing that you could remove two shirts together, and that's found in other achranim as well. It's only getting dressed two at a time. This could come up when getting a child dressed, so one should not do two together. So perhaps there will be another reason not to do it, or perhaps it's only on themselves. Themselves, the place can discuss if this would be a concern for you to do it on someone else. There's another discussion in the place regarding women. Women do not have to retain their learning, so to say, the same way men do, although they have to know the halachas that apply to them. So another discussion in the place would be 
is there any concern of chashish and l'shichicha when it comes to women? Hakarik sav shagav kever. Someone who reads what's written on a kever, or a mistaka of a someone who stares at a dead body. There are certain things that return the learning to oneself. We're not going to elaborate on it, but there is what to uh, to consider regarding various things that are either chashin, that are that are concerned for shechah, and different schools that return return one's learning to themselves, Re- return the learning. Zot v'shochan ar beis al yomer a person should not say hini bechadei chadara mi reini who sees me kekadosh baruch hu malech laras kavodai Hashem sees you even if you're in your inner chambers. Sif gemoy yedakti bechalukai melav shekedakai shleyahapai chaprimi lachutz. Make sure your shirt is. The right side, the right way, and don't have it inside out. The Mishmaru says, Even if your undershirt is underneath everything, the Koshkim Mishab Gadam, for sure, your outer shirts and your other clothing should be proper. People are going to see the seams. It will be a Gnus in front of people. That's you do not turn it around. And you're walking around like that. There's a, a responsibility of Tamachacham to dress a certain way. And it's Tamachacham, he really has to change. For other people, no, no, we don't really care too much. When it comes to we'll talk about the halachas of getting dressed for davening. It's very important that a person is dressed properly. A person should put your hand in first. You want to start with the Amin. The Amin is the Rachamim and Chesed. You want that to, to take precedence. You should be nice and clean. His, uh, his stains on it. That's not the way a Tamachacham should dress. But on the other hand, he shouldn't dress with the uh, the Mabush of kings. Should be nice, simple, proper clothing. That's the Ashita of the Rambam. A person should put his right foot, right shoe on first, but don't tie it. Then put on the left shoe. Then the extra tied. And the Mishabruz, then the Ramah says, If I'm an Alam Shalom, Shalom, Shira, you know, Shalom, Shalom, let's say you have a slip on shoes. They had that in the times of the Ramah as well. Then you would just simply put on the right shoe first. So Yamin comes first. We'll see that that comes up. We saw it already by clothing. Throughout Halacha, Yamin, the right comes first. The Mishabruz says, Shkim, Atsina, Batarish, Yamin, Chashiv, Tamid. The Yamin is always considered Chashiv, leaning. Everything that we, we put the right before the left. This applies typically to lefties as well. There are certain exceptions, but typically the right comes first. And tie it. This one you tie the left one first. When it comes to kshira, we every morning you put on phone, you're tying on the left side. So and therefore, left comes first when it comes to tying. Let's say you had Velcro or other types of snaps, you will not need to do this the left hand first. That's the sheet of the Mishaburah based on the Lavush. The Lavush, from the bottom of the Sharatzin, close to the Lavush, the Lavush says it's all about tying, which we learned from Tfilin, because Malki Tzedek and Avram had, had their uh, conversation. And I'm going to say that I'm not going to take strings or straps of shoes and 
the Gemara Chulin says, B'schuzeh, Avraham Avinu's descendants would have two mitzvahs, the mitzvah of tzitzis with chutin, and the mitzvah of sreich of, of uh, straps with tefillin. So tying that we learned from tefillin should only apply to tying, like tying one's shoes, but not to other things. That's the shita of the, uh, the lavosh, and the mishabur does, in fact, pass him like that. Other Paisim say, even if you're putting on cufflings, the left should come first, but uh, I think the minog is like the Mishnah Let's see a lefty who puts tefillin on his right hand. So over here he has to switch because it's all about tefillin. So therefore, Yaktim Yamin, Gamlak Shiri should tie his right shoe first. So he puts on his right shoe, then his left shoe, and he ties his right shoe, and then he ties his left shoe. Yamin is small. Let's say they only brought you one uh, one shoe, the left one. Yamtim shoeit atchiri loishal min. When you're bathing yamin tchila, your uh, your your right hand comes first. And sach kagufay. If you're taking a shower, you're taking a, you're bathing roish tchila. You should wash your head first, because that's that's the most important thing. That's the king upon all the evarim. So put on your shampoo first. The shochanor can sefek. When you remove your shoes, then chaylish shall smol tchila. You uh, you would remove your left one first. Why? And the Mishnah Bruce says in Sifkat and Ches, Toilet Shal Smosha Zel Kivoida Shal Yamin. That's covered to the right shoe that we have it on for longer, and we remove the left shoe before removing the right shoe.